So, from Phil Walters, we've got Aurora Borealis, I love you. <laughs> Aurora, Aurora Borealis, I love you. Yeah. Oh, now, man. Okay, the obvious direction for this is we make it a steamed hams movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons uh, meme yeah. now. The famous it's the Simpsons The latest meme. spin-off from yeah. The Simpsons. <laughs> I watched that episode not too long ago and completely forgot that bit was in it. <laughs> um, it's got to be the single most up. viewed Simpsons clip, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aurora Borealis at this time of day in this part of the country at this time of year localized entirely within your kitchen yes yes <laughs> can I see it no <laughs> but the, the, okay so maybe someone has an experience like that where they're denied seeing Aurora Borealis and there's a sort of will they won't not they will uh, they won't they won't get to see it and they missed them it's a misconnection and they put in they put in the um someone is okay here, here it is someone's been to Iceland or, or where yeah, you can see Aurora Borealis in Iceland that's fine they've been to Iceland on a holiday yeah and um you know it's it's god knows I, like someone's brother uh, played by um, Mickey Rourke. He's just been on holiday in in uh, in, in um, Iceland, and he's he comes back and he's like, "I saw the Aurora Borealis. It was the I don't know why I'm doing Slice Alone. It's Slice Alone. Um, <laughs> I saw I saw. You can't tell more, the difference or, between the two. It's Aurora Borealis. They're both ham-faced <laughs> chonk men. So <laughs> if you if you hung up. Sylvester Stallone and Mickey Rourke in a f- big walk-in freezer with like hunks of of cow, you would yeah. not notice. It's like ET in with all the uh, all the, <laughs> with all the toys. toys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, Sylvester Rourke and um, uh, th- yeah, I saw the Aurora Borealis and it was the most. I saw Aurora Borealis. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Most beautiful thing. And someone's like half listening. And I'm saying someone here because we haven't decided who's going to be the protagonist of this of, of this uh, story. But they kind of half listen and they hit, they're like, oh, Aurora. That's a beautiful name. <laughs> it's Matt Borealis. Dave, David Borealis. David Borealis. David Borealis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful name, Aurora Borealis. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's real shining, amazing, um, and uh, uh, they're like, I've got to go and I've got to go and see this person. He's like, it's not, and they're off already. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't, they don't even care. So they've mistaken the actual Aurora Borealis for a person. Um, like this isn't very, very. The thing is, though, this isn't very hallmark already. Already, this isn't very hard no. because they aren't against the, the 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 Christmas Aurora Borealis. Okay, <laughs> so we 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 pivot. So yeah. he, uh, David Borealis doesn't think Aurora Borealis is a person. David Borealis is a is a big big business boy and yeah. thinks Aurora Borealis is a company they can make a deal with, and <laughs> then. <laughs> What about this, okay? Because we want to tie it into Christmas. What about this? Big business 
uh, Boreanaz, right? Big business Boreanaz. Uh, <laughs> big business Boreanaz <laughs> is starting a delivery... Co- he's not even starting. He's got a startup delivery company that's doing very well, right? He's making a lot of money, and he's made the claim that he can deliver anywhere in the world. Well, guess where the per- someone's going to challenge him to deliver? That's right. Flipping Santa's workshop somewhere in the North Pole. Right? So we, like, he's like, I can do this. I don't care about Christmas. There's no such thing out there, but I'm going to go there anyway. I'm doing my vlogs. I'm going to show you, <laughs> I'm going to show you how a real delivery person, he's basically saying, A, I'm going to prove Santa. This is how awful he is at the start, but, uh, Big Business Boreanaz. I... He's going to prove Santa doesn't exist, and he's going to, he's going to, um, uh, like deliver to the North Pole to to show people he's better than I, Santa. I have recently found a an outlet, not an outlet, a uh, uh, what's called what they've aptly named management bullshit generator. It basically <laughs> it basically comes up with buzzwords and sayings that big businessmen will use, and it just generates them. So, so every time, every time David Boreanaz says something, I think the first thing he says when he when he meets uh, <laughs> when he when he hears about this Aurora Borealis is, "Let's go on a creativity crusade and lay siege to ideas, <laughs> to ideas fortress until they come out." I, I need, hate I'm going to need a link to this. What is this? Is man- management bullshit. It's, uh, uh, no, it's it's uh, buzzwordsforyou.co.uk. <laughs> Buzzwords for you. Co.uk. All right, we're cooking with gas on this one. Okay, let's 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 just not. We're not doing doing any more of those yep. until um we until we need them. At which yep. point each of us gets one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So like he's 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 on he's on. He's like uh yeah. He, so he's he's what, what did he say before? We're cooking with gas on this one. Okay, he's like, I'm cooking with gas on this one. I'm off <laughs> to, to the North Pole. I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove Santa's not real, and I'm gonna show everyone how good I am at delivering things. My company is at delivering things. Huge publicity stunt, right? And if Santa is real, he's gonna buy him out. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> yeah. gonna buy his workshop. Oh yeah. Um, what he doesn't count on is first how hard it is to get to the North Pole, and secondly. That when he's out there, he's going to start falling in love with the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> because an and Aurora Borealis will show him the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah. it's um... does, does Aurora Borealis help him get to Santa's workshop? And is that by turning into a Rainbow Road-style <laughs> racetrack to get him there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, okay, so so here's, here's what's going to happen, right? He gets lost out going towards the North Pole yeah he's out lost in the snow in his suddenly in his Audi suddenly there's a shining light right Uh, and 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 he's sort of and he's driving his Audi his Audi's breaking down he starts trudging towards the light right and he starts and he's like oh what's that and then he starts to fall and he passes out right on the snow wakes up just nearby at like this old in this old barn uh, where where a where a, a, a woolly clad man is 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 
fixing something with his hands, you know, like a it's an old, it's a rustic feel. Big meaty hands. And he's like, God, oh, you've you, 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 you woken up then. Uh, very good. Uh, and it, uh, it's, it's Werner Herzog. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see you've woken up. Uh, it, is, it is good that you have woken up. You will have died out, out there in the, in the cold. I'd be so um, scared if I passed out in the snow and then woke up <laughs> and Herzog was, was over me just going... Oh, yeah, that's horrifying. Ah, so you've woken up? Like like the opening of the fall. He's not game. standing over him. He's, he's, he's by the fire, Werner Herzog, this is. He's by the fire and he's he's fixing something with his hands. He's being very... He's, he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sort of carpenter-type person, right? You know... Um, uh, he's getting ready for the ice fishing. He's doing some. He's doing some very northern sort of things, um, and uh, it's all very. It's a log style cabin, and he's like, "I'm. I. I you would have died there out in the snow. Um, you. Then uh, he asks where he is, what he's doing, that sort of thing. He's like, "You will not find your way back now. The the storms have started for the winter. You will have to stay here, right?" And so that is our setup for him to start helping this small community of people save their community via means of the aurora borealis. <laughs> and and is this is this a community that basically revolves entirely around Christmas? Yes. 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 And of course, um, every they make the aurora borealis. This this community, they're they're the people who they they, they have to make the aurora borealis. <laughs> by the the town is powered by these giant electromagnets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the aurora borealis used to used to do stuff, but now I know maybe maybe that's it. Maybe to to keep their to keep their town warm at Christmas, they have to power up these giant electromagnets <laughs> from uh, from the atmosphere, and that's what causes the aurora borealis. Uh, I'm not prepared to land my helicopter for this one, <laughs> he says. And then uh, and they, they slowly coax David Boreanaz around. And and. Yeah, uh... <laughs> Can I cash in my one management bullshit now? Because when they finally coax him around, he says, the goalposts haven't moved. They've evolved. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a Jurassic Park thing to say. The goalposts haven't moved. They've evolved. They've evolved. They've evolved. Um, I think I think yeah. So like they're struggling to they're struggling to make ends meet in this town, right? The 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 fishing hasn't been good enough. People aren't coming up there for for any um, tourism because the winters are getting colder because of climate change or whatever. Um, and he starts to realise that oh my goodness, actually business business is killing this community who have this beautiful you know, this beautiful community. And um, as, like, and he's like, and if, the, if the Aurora Borealis doesn't, maybe that's it. Maybe they don't cause the Aurora Borealis. Maybe they harness it. Mm. Maybe they use those, like, that, that electromagnetism to somehow keep them, get them going, right? And so uh, Werner Herzog tells them, uh, tells uh, David Borealis, if, if the Aurora Borealis does not happen, we will, uh, we will all die. If we cannot harness the Aurora Borealis, this entire community will go. Um, and uh, Dave Barrera's like, well, I better, I better do something. And I've got all winter. So he says, he says uh, you know, 
Right, we gotta have we gotta have a, a pledge drive. We're gonna do some a charity drive for this place. We're gonna go out and get stuff from. I'm a I'm a go getter, right? I'm a business go getter. I'm gonna go and get I go out on a skidoo, and I'm gonna go out and flipping go and get some scrap metal and put it together. He's like, listen, we've got loads of ideas. Why don't you go and melting pot that and see what you come up with? All right. Um, <laughs> And then we um, need to lay the pipe into the future on this one. <laughs> and so um, he, like, yeah, he, he he does all this stuff, and eventually he um, he starts to kind of uh, like they, they they bring it around, right? Because he's using his his business acumen in a way to help this community, and eventually they set up this big machine that that like will harness the power of the aurora borealis. When it eventually starts, and then the the aurora borealis starts, and it pumps all this energy, all this light into this town, and suddenly, all around the sides of all the all the wooden log cabins, bing 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 bing, fairy lights all light up, right, <laughs> and then suddenly they're all glowing from the inside, and then suddenly, like machinery he hadn't seen before. Starts to and, and lights he hadn't seen before start to cast and move and 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 trundle around and the people he'd he'd met and one of whom he'd fallen in love with, um, Werner Herzog, uh, <laughs> like are cast in this different light and under the aurora borealis he can see. It's Santa and the elves. <laughs> it's Christmas and then he screams. He's been, Aurora Borealis, I love you. <laughs> yep, and, then and uh, he realizes he's been he realizes he's been at Santa's workshop this whole time, and he's loved Christmas this whole time. Yeah, there we go. That was Aurora Borealis, I love you. <laughs> um, uh, we're doing Hallmark Hallmark Christmas yeah. movies this week. Yeah. Um, have you, you you guys seen have you seen seen any? No. We don't have the Hallmark channel here. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. I don't think we do. We might have it in like one of those sky late eight hundreds. Oh yeah. They usually they usually called things like um the Christmas channel or like yeah. um uh what is it like I think maybe what was sentiment, something like that. There's that there are like channels that like show Hallmark movies but aren't called Hallmark because yeah. in this country Hallmark is not a brand name that we well, it's a car give a shop. shit about. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Is that the, and, is and it the same Hallmark? It is. It is the same yes. Hallmark, yeah. I believe. Um, but yeah, it is. It, we we just don't care here, really. No. Um, it's like the, uh, honestly, I think the first time as a kid I heard the word Hallmark was in reference to someone not wanting to do Valentine's Day, hmm. like. Like you know, when when uh, someone someone edgy on a TV show will have said, "Oh, you know, Valentine's Day was just um, invented by the Hallmark Channel to 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 make more, sorry, the Hallmark Company to make more cards," um, and uh, like I've latched onto that because I didn't want to do Valentine's Day because um, you know I want I, every time as a child my my go to was every time I don't want to do something. Uh, I, if I can think of a ph- philosophical reason not to do it, I will, I will, I will take that and argue that corner. Um, it, it's, it's like, 
very high energy laziness um, was. I feel that my... I, I was the same. I can't just not like something. It has to be factually wrong. It yes. has to be like the bad thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that was um, that was that. Like uh, that was when I first heard homework. Which is to say, you know, I I just I I don't think there's that much of a. Uh, a, a want for it, you know. There's no. not much of a, a sort of um, a call for hallmark stuff. But like, we understand what the hallmark channel is, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows what what it is, and also, I think we've all seen hallmark, probably seen a hallmark movie at one time or another. Or I like I know a, I have. Or like a I hallmark feel like style movie, right? Yeah. Like it, it's very much like there's there's the official Hallmark movies, and then there's just a Hallmark movie. I'm doing quote marks because yeah. this is an audio medium, um, where they're all basically the same film. I do think that actually we'll have seen a Hallmark movie and not realised it was a Hallmark movie. Oh we'll yeah, like- just thought it was a bad movie. In in hindsight, I've definitely seen or been in the room when a Hallmark movie has been on because, like, for the duration of December, my mum would just put Christmas twenty four on the TV <laughs> and just watch Christmas movies basically yeah. whenever she wasn't working. The, those um, are almost all Hallmark movies. Yes, yeah, because when you've got an entire month of Christmas films to fill, you're gonna get to the bottom of the barrel pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Netflix is starting to take over that market though because you've got like the Princess Switch. It's- the, Christmas the Prince night, or whatever it's called. The Christmas Prince. Oh yeah, set in a dystopian world where everyone yeah. is obsessed with Christmas. Um, <laughs> as the as the Jenny Nicholson video proves. With Great multiple <laughs> evidence, multiple pieces of evidence. Um, but to, the, to like to like pu- to like pull it apart, they're all way in, in the Christmas one specifically. Obviously, Hallmark uh, channels, um, or sorry, I should say Hallmark movies, are all. Low budget, no name actors usually. Um, in in very uh, kind of sentimental, emotive, poorly written usually. Like not particularly great uh, or, or snappy dialogue. Um, uh, and the Christmas ones tend to be um, someone who is too busy with their life in the city, goes out to somewhere fairly rural. In these, like, Hallmark movies, it's the holiday that is the hero. Like, the main yes. character... Like, the main character isn't the hero. Like, the main character is basically the villain because they Someone hate the holiday. Someone who exists to be changed. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of, like, like yeah, the tropes we're talking about, like, it is it is very much, like, the, the, the people who stand in the way of the holiday are always the villain. Yeah. No matter whether they are the focus character, which is quite unique in, in some ways, right? Um... The person who is the the main feature of in, in, a, in a kind of Christmas Carol way, almost I suppose, um, in, a, in a kind of like as Dickens intended, uh, someone who's the centre of this movie uh, is there to be changed, is there to be mm. shown the error of their ways, and it ho- often happens um, as as they fall into the arms of a hot man, a generically hot. attractive man. A hot Christmas man, basically a gingerbread yeah. man brought to life. Yes, yeah, a hot Christmas man. Um, while while a, fresh a, out a the oven Christmas man. <laughs> while while um, uh, and at some point at all times and at some point in every single one, a mysterious 
old man in a in a with a white beard has to has to make something subtly easier for them and then wink. Uh, yeah, directly at the or, camera. <laughs> yeah, or sort of like as good as narratively wink yeah. to the camera. I think, um, I, sum- of- I think I can summarize this right. It's basically just a Christmas rom com we're going to pitch today. But, like a really bad Christmas rom com, a really yeah, like yeah, boilerplate like, Christmas rom com. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, but here's the thing: like that that's the the thing with this is like they are so focused. Right, these these it, like these are hallmark movies. They they have their own genre because they are so focused on that one arc. Mm. And I think when I put the title post out, I said that we're going to shake up the hallmark Christmas genre. We're going to make the edgy hallmark movie. <laughs> we the might have Snyder of hallmark movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we did make Santa explode. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's Dave's fault, though. You know, of course it's Dave's fault. <laughs> I never, I never thought that I would would hear Dave Bulmer opt to write that Santa exploded. But that here we so are. So out of character for him. I, know. <laughs> I, I think, I think we should try our hardest to cleave to those hallmark tropes, whilst also exploring what else could be done with them. Yeah, I mean. Like we we could do that sort of uh, love actually thing where like because love actually is basically like nine hallmark films in like at the happening mm. at the same time that all just <laughs> crash into each other at the end. Like yeah, they L- someone love someone actually, love actually follows the same pattern as a Roland Emmerich disaster movie, except the disaster is Christmas. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like if you if you look at like Independence Day or like Twenty Twelve or the Day After Tomorrow. They all have that same thing it, of like four or five thing. different stories, but, but they're all <laughs> heading to one thing. And, and with Love Actually, it's the same plot, except it's all heading to Christmas and, and not the end of the world. Oh. You might be onto something there. Here, I reckon, I reckon there's a 40 talk. minute video essay on that. <laughs> <laughs> Say, love actually has a lot more in common with the death tomorrow than you th- might think. <laughs> <laughs> and then just play out of context clips of uh, 2012 and how much of a bad movie that is. <laughs> I um, I feel like yeah, like someone, someone in with love actually who who you know had an eye for you know content in movies was like ah. I've got these four movies, but none of them can really carry feature length. <laughs> no, no, I can't really string across someone standing outside a door with a load of, with a load of <laughs> words written on paper for, for two hours. I'm going to have to put this in with another movie somehow. Uh, I've got four short films here, but nobody cares about <laughs> short films. Yeah, just chop them all into one big film. It'll make sense. Yeah. Is, is Keira Knightley in that? Yeah. She's yes. the one at the door. She's British. She's yeah. an actress. Of course, she's in it. Wait, wasn't, wasn't she she's not like in Harry 16? Potter, really. No, wasn't she, she was like sixteen when she was when that came out? No, no. You're thinking of Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> okay. So often confused the two. <laughs> when did that actually, actually come out? Two thousand and three. Yeah. Okay. Star Wars: The Christmas Menace. <laughs> um, you, do you know what? 
you know what? She was 18, so not far off. I was going to say, yeah, if she was 16 in Phantom Menace, then that's only like two years two years previous. Um, which, who was at the door? <laughs> <laughs> Someone decidedly older, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Who's in Love Actually? Who's who's her? Like... Who isn't in Love Actually, Matt? I was going to say, oh, yeah, yeah. E- everyone that's British <laughs> and has ever acted yeah. is in that film. Even the kid from Pig Heart Boy is in uh, Love Actually. Pig Heart Boy! Yeah. What, what is Pig Heart Boy? <laughs> Do you not remember that? It was a TV show on CBBC where this kid got his heart replaced with a pig's heart. If I Google Pig Heart Boy... <laughs> <laughs> will I find it or will I be scarred permanently? <laughs> I, I, probably both, to be honest. Um, oh no, it is a thing. It's a it's yeah. a Mallory Blackman book. I didn't expect that to be a real thing because boy it. who gets heart replaced by pig is a very life to pitch idea. Well, boy boy that gets heart replaced by full pig. <laughs> yeah, entire pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jenny, Jenny's just t- told us about a movie that um, <laughs> that that ends with a twist about a man who thinks he's a bee. So, and 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 that was in a similar style movie of this. So, maybe people are waking up to the idea that you know, like uh, last Christmas, right? Yeah. Um, similar similar vibes. It's mm. this sentimental Christmas movie. That ends with a twist. Now, in the case of Last Christmas, it's a twist you could see coming from the trailer. Of course. Um, yeah. And also, the song it's based on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's called, it's if, called if Last you Christmas. Follow, if you follow the logical pattern of the, t- of the title of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, ah, clever. They, they, did, they clever. did just write a 90-minute film about the chorus of that song, didn't they? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like, you say what you want, but that's a very life's a pitch thing to do. Oh yeah, it is. I'm surprised <laughs> yeah, you haven't actually, done yeah. that yet. Yeah. An episode, an episode based entirely on song title films. That... I think we have done. We have done that once. I think we have. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one that we. Re- I think we should go back to doing. Oh yeah. Doing one. Yeah, because because I really enjoyed that. I remember vaguely from last time. At least like two years ago now. Well, I remember last time you were on Eden. We uh, we we pitched a uh, a movie based entirely on Mumbo Number Five. So. We did. And that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. It was like no. It was when yesterday came out. So it was two years ago. Two years back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we were like, ah, oh, song films based on song titles. They're big. Quick, get it on. Get it <laughs> They're in. in. Yeah. They're in. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm just. The, the last Christmas has a very Twilight Zone vibe to it. You mm. can almost see Rod Sterling coming out at the end. <laughs> <going>. Picture this: <laughs> falling in love with the only man of her dreams, only to find out that it was the ghost of the person she'd had her heart replaced by earlier on that last year. Now I don't want to um actually you Tom on on Twilight Zone, but that wouldn't happen at the end. That would the, be uh, the beginning. <laughs> that would be the beginning of the. Uh... Imagine this oh, no, is no. the beginning of the episode. No, no, no! Like, that's that's the end because he's just summarising what happens in the movie. At the beginning, it's just like. Uh, <laughs> so why are you telling me that people weren't shouting at their screens? I don't need to. I've just <laughs> seen it. 
No, no, like, that just happens at the end of a Twilight Zone episode. Like, Rod Sterling or, or now Jordan Peele comes out and just goes, this all happened in the Twilight Zone, and just sort of recaps Well, yeah, yeah, no. I, I, like, but uh, the, the, from what I've seen, and admittedly that's like three episodes, yeah. it's, it's always the more abstract. He does, it, like, at the start, yeah. it's like, set the scene, here's literally what happened. Yeah. At the end, it's like, here's the metaphor of what happened. Yeah. Like, you can run away from your problems, but you can't hide from them or whatever. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it's, um, uh, the, the sort of, it's, you know what it is? It's the same as Desperate Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rod C- Sterling again. appears at the end of every episode of Desperate <laughs> right, so Housewives. The, but a dead woman, at the, st- at the start of every episode of De- Desperate Housewives, at least for the, f- the first two seasons, which is the ones I've seen, um, or for the first season, uh, maybe. Uh, anyway, um, she's like, and Anna hadn't even noticed that her husband was, was had his attentions elsewhere, right? Um, and that happens at the start. It's very specific. And at the end, when it comes to a like either a heartwarming or, or ten- tension-filled climax, it's like, you can't always trust the people you think you can, but sometimes help will come from unexpected places. Um, and it's like this. So she, it bookends it with like specifics and then like big philosophical uh, question marks. Only in the Twilight Zone. Only <laughs> in the Twilight Zone. Uh, there's some there's some good episodes. I, th- I think the new series is out of the, the Twilight Zone. I thought you were going to say Desperate Housewives. I was oh, like, no. what? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they brought that out. Brought it back. <laughs> Just when we can't needed wait. the most. Can't wait for the inevitable crossover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. I, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> Surely in the like inevitable the wives, isn't it? <laughs> in, in, in the inevitable mulch the meeting together of all media in the, in this postmodern in, in, in era Disney. yeah yeah when when disney's acquired literally everything we'll see a crossover in which uh, the dead lady from desperate housewives narrates over the top of a twilight zone episode and Rod, and uh, or, uh, 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 jordan peele um, does um, God, when when disney announced they were doing an alien series i just screamed why <laughs> the last, the, it's effective. Why make Terminator movies? The, they've had the same amount of success rate at this point. Like <laughs> you've done five movies, two of them have been watchable. The rest are just terrible pieces well, of shit. Disney don't know when to stop, just <laughs> ever. Clearly. And what they want more than anything is a successful franchise of space movies after they fucking <laughs> killed Star Wars. I don't know. I don't know. From the ashes, it's slowly coming back. It's coming back it's in the form of TV shows, not in the form of movies. Yeah, but there's only so much TV you can watch. <laughs> it's, it's, not, if we, Dis- we, we, not if Disney has their way. <laughs> you did notice, didn't you, Tom, that um, <laughs> the Empire magazine is slowly becoming what's on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not films anymore. It's just TV. Yeah. <laughs> it had, on the front Cause... cover, it had The Mandalorian, and on the, on the back, there was an advert for WandaVision. There was, there was no <laughs> films on it. <laughs> this is meant to be a film magazine. And yet there's nothing on there. Um, just an aside here. I'm starting to come up with a conspiracy theory that Nick Frost is actually Santa. 
Like, like, his name is Nick. And, and his Frost. surname is Frost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, like, yeah, yeah. I, I thought the same thing when you said Christmasy Nick Frost. It yeah. then suddenly clicked that he might be Santa. Old Saint Nick Frost. Like, it's... <laughs> He's definitely Santa. Went to see? You ever seen um, him around Christmas yeah. time? No. No, you're right. Except that one time he was in Doctor Who, playing Santa. What, did he play Santa in Doctor Who? He was Santa in Doctor Who. Ah, uh, well then. Conspiracy resolved. <laughs> He's definitely Santa. He is Santa. Yeah. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.